they're like just not in the sun like that. Like no. you're just not supposed to be in the sun that long. It was a little hot. Yeah. A little hot. It was, it was warm. It, it got it got hotter like around yeah. whole. Like right at hole six, yeah, I felt that's I where and I started yeah. like it started to turn and just get a little like yeah you know and when you're ooh my grandpa man <laughs> when uh, yeah no well sh- when no shade when you're walking either oh, right and man when, when like we were <laughs> when we were going up the hills and stuff I just like I looked at Jake and I was like so uh, how happy are you that I, that I got the <laughs> I was pretty <laughs> I won't lie yeah. I was pretty pumped about that like, my favorite yeah. part is when we would like bust up ahead. And then you would just be like, all right, we're just going to hang out in the shade until Kenny gets up here. <laughs> that was pretty nice. It, it, it's, I, uh, it's too hot. Yeah, it, it was hot. It was hot. Walking. That's why we're doing it early tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah, real. We'll be, be, mm-hmm. be done for lunch or something. I mean, oh, we'll be done before that. It'll be time. like 10, 10.30. You think so? Yeah. Shh. Oh, yeah. There I, won't be anybody oh, okay. out on the course. All right, cool. Four, four hours, four and a half hours. That's 10, 11. Oh, okay. I mean, we did nine okay. holes in two hours today. Oh, that was fa- Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize we were that fast. Yeah. No, we yeah. were making great time. Oh, okay. That's why Kenny was like, no, fuck those guys behind us. Exactly. <laughs> we're going very fast. Yeah, yeah. we were. We were those other schlubs. Yeah, we were, we were booking cruising. it pretty good there. <sighs> All right. I'm going to turn my mic off. Mm-hmm. You're going to turn your mic off. You're going to turn your mic off. And you're going to play that dope-ass intro. Yep. NFL podcast recording live from the mobile lab in Medford, Oregon. Now say my name with Patrick Chiodi, Ken Boson, and coach Jake. You're goddamn right. That goes so hard. Yeah. It goes so so hard. (laughs) Welcome so to another episode of the PNFL Pod. We are live in Medford, Oregon, because the Rose City Swarm play their first football game. Hey! hey. And uh, the boys wanted to come down. We weren't going to skip an episode, so you know we made it. A, we made it a PNFL Pod thing, and uh, we decided to just. Come down here, record uh, record the pod. Jake and Kenny are going to do whatever they need to do <laughs> tomorrow and uh, provide commentary for the game and critique. And uh, I think <coughs> the plan right now is for Kenny and I to sufficiently day drink and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. and then uh, come to the game uh, nice and sloppy and then, uh, you know, kind of... Walk. Th- walk to the game. Ooh. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 well, we're going to Uber to the game uh, yes. and... Uh, I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna Medford Uber so or some buggy yeah well uh, yeah I mean you know stagecoach I mean you, you know. could probably just oh there was all those stagecoaches yeah there was, that's why yeah right exactly Hopefully they're you down could here. probably just find like a a crackhead or a meth head out out back and just get on their back and ride them down <laughs> there we go Ah, uh, man you ever I mean you know you ever seen like the you know like the Pendleton Roundup or go to a rodeo <laughs> could you imagine trying to do like a crackhead rodeo <laughs> just trying, like you gotta stay on the back crackhead's back for eight seconds <laughs> don't, don't get bucked off the tweaker <laughs> you got a back you got a backpack pull, backpack full of blue stuff on you <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, and you're running around he's got a lasso <laughs> um so we are re- recording live from Medford, Oregon. Uh, the boys and I got in here about 2 p.m. this afternoon. We hit the links, played about nine holes. 
Uh, gonna play 18 tomorrow. Hell yeah. So, uh, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but as of right now, we're sipping on some good stuff. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hit that whiskey of the week. What'll it be, fellas? Whiskey. 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 Two whiskeys. Whiskey. Whiskey. Drink some whiskey. Whiskey. If you want to drink a whiskey, I might give me a whiskey. 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 Whiskey, Captain. I think you need to add the polk sound bite. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh my, my grandpa, man. My grandpa, man. <laughs> I think I think that is going there. Yeah. too quality. Well, the heart. Yeah, I have to figure out how if I can get that. He he didn't he didn't say a lot of his stuff into the microphone. So oh, hopefully, yeah, it's kind of in the background. Yeah, I just to. get the. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whiskey of the week. What are we sipping on? All right, Jake. What do we got? Yeah, so this is actually in the rotation at my house quite often. This is absolutely one of my favorites. I'm a big fan of uh, Ransom Distillers. Oh, that's the wrong bottle. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's how good big a fan I yeah, am. Yeah, big fan. Uh, so this is the Whippersnapper. It's an Oregon Spirit whiskey. Uh, I re- so it's a it's a it's a short batch. So what they do hmm. is they actually they they distill it at a shorter rate rate of time. Um, it's a, so you get it, it stays a little bit sweeter and you get a little bit more, um, little, it, it, it's a little it's a different taste for sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it doesn't quite, um, like, so you know how, so like, like a lot of whiskey, a lot of bourbon will have that really richer kind of thicker, mm-hmm. um, kind of brown sugar. This one, this one actually has just kind of more like a, almost like cane sugar. That's what it, that's what it tastes like. It's, it's the sweetness is about the same, but it's almost like a. Sharper, I guess. yeah, 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 yeah. So you get a little bit. It, you still get like the. You still get in. Uh, you still get the kind of like the corn sweetness out of it, like yeah, almost like yeah. a. But you don't get that like a. Um, and I and I don't want to turn anybody off to it. Like it's oh, it doesn't taste like you know brown sugar shit. It it just it's it's, yeah, it's it's really. I I actually really love it. It's just super yeah. easy, drinkable. Um, doesn't break the bank. It's like thirty bucks. Yeah, and then and it, and it's a local Oregon product, which is kind of cool. It's a little lighter, so even like it's hot out. You know, yeah, so if he, it's throw a little ice cube, right? But like for con- yeah, out. exactly. Like mm-hmm. you could um, like it would be. It's like the difference between like an amber or an ale, right. and like a like a lager or a or a cerveza. Right. Exactly. You know, this is nice and light. Yeah, light, easy drinker. A little better for when it's hot out. I think mm-hmm. <clears throat> some of that harsh stuff is. You know, that's like a winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. You need you need the winter warm up. The, the campground. Yeah. <laughs> that campfire. That's right. <laughs> tastes like camping. Tastes, tastes <laughs> like camping. Tastes like the fireplace in my yeah. grandpa's place. That's right. Yeah. So for those of you who don't, you know, the, the, go listen to last week's podcast and listen to uh, l- listen to Jordan Polk learn how to drink whiskey. <laughs> that hey. was great. How fun was that, though? Man, that was, that was a blast. That was an electric Yeah, it was show. great. It was insightful. It was. Yeah. No, uh, you know, Rudder always, he's always got. Man, Rudder always insight. delivers, man. Yeah, yeah. But he just Polk, Jordan Polk, having Polk on there, um, you know, he, he sparked discussion over the last oh, week. Oh, yeah. That's not the only uh, thing he sparked. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to judge anyone on whether or not they decide to partake. I wasn't putting any judgment on I'm just saying that wasn't the only, that conversation wasn't the only thing he sparked. Jake, just because, you know, just because you don't, you know, smoke the. The weeds. Yeah, Jake. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now he, I, I spent all my money on crack. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you don't know about me, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I smoke rocks. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Now, I, it, Polk, Polk brought up uh, great points. You know, he, he's, mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that's really advocating for, you know, making this league about something, and, and I, and I respect that. You know, it, raising the level too. Yeah. yeah, and it's like playing 
playing for pride, playing for a trophy, that's, you know, that's fine. We like there's nothing that's wrong you, with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong right. with that. Right. <laughs> you know, he, he go wants, play in a flag league. He wants that premier league. Yeah. yeah. That's what he wants. And, and he, that's, it, it's nice to have, I mean, for, for the three of us. And I think for a lot of the folks that listen, like, you know, uh, many of us are kind of PNF old heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for Jordan being, you know, coming in new to the league, uh, and having having like a lot of energy for it and have a lot of like fresh perspective, I think is great. Well, and, mm-hmm. and the fact that he is, you know, uh, he's an entrepreneur. He's a he's a businessman. He wants to he he's got the right mindset of like I'm putting in this work. Yep. Let me get something out of it. Absolutely. You know? <clears throat> and that's some that's a feeling that everybody should have. You know, when they're when they're doing something like this, like yeah, it's recreational football. Like we get it. You're paying. You're paying money to do this, Correct. but like, you're also paying to compete. You mm-hmm. know, like you always preach that you are paying to compete, and if you're going to compete and you're paying, you might as well win something. Out Absolutely, of it, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's, it's always better when you're competing for something. Bingo. Mm-hmm. I, I think before they do anything like that, the Washington Sentinels need to get a goddamn trophy. Because <laughs> God yeah. Damn it. The other, the other champions got trophies. Every, every other champion got yeah. a trophy. You guys still got your ring pops? I no, never we, got my ring oh, pops. Oh, man. Uh, we, we cracked them bitches open the <laughs> first day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm going to lick this thing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to savor this thing for the next hour. Hey. Uh, man, okay. Hey, I never okay. got one. <laughs> I don't care. I, I never yeah. got one. But uh, I think the, I think the right. Sentinels need We were going to get you sour apple. Thank you. <laughs> I deserve that. I deserve that yeah. that butthurt of the week. <laughs> butthurt of the last four years. Right. <laughs> yeah. I stay mad. <laughs> uh, so, last week, after our glorious podcast, yes, uh, the there were a couple exhibition games. A few, uh, and the I believe the ICFL had some playoff games. I didn't watch the ICFL games. I I, I just simply, I'm done watching that. I, I think I'm I'm, I'm, I think I'm I might done. watch the next one. What is it? The championship game? Yes. The two East, undefeated the teams versus West. Yeah. Good. Oh, good. Finally, some good football from them. Maybe. I hope. Maybe. I, I think that I mean it will. We'll know what they consider to be good football because these are the two premier teams in the le- in that league. Yeah, number one right. team in Northwest. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> depends on who you ask. Man, as they claim. Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's what they claim. They are who we thought they were. How? How do you claim that? How can you honest? How can you honestly? I'm sorry. I mean, that's ridiculous, bro, bro. I mean, come on, man. I'm the king of England. Look what I just claimed. (laughs) Yeah. See how easy that is. Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. No, I mean, it's just like you. On the internet, must be true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I read it on Twitter. (laughs) If you want to say that you're the number one team in Idaho, sure, likely. Uh, if you want to say you're the number one team west or uh, east of Washington, sure. But be- the number one team in the northwest, <laughs> the number one team north of uh, north of Nevada, race. south of Montana, <laughs> the east number of Oregon, and <laughs> the number one team that's smushed in between <laughs> Washington, Oregon, and Montana. <laughs> yeah. Man, you're not the number that, one that team. That is a very North. specific location. You are not yeah. the number one team in the Northwest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man. The Nighthawks are about to travel down to to BFE Pocatello. Yeah. And, and the Rage. Put, and, and the Rage are about I think, to I think travel the Rage down there. Probably. You know what? 
give them the go for I'll too. say this right now. We gave the Rage some flack. Okay, we gave Did the we ra- give them flack? We gave them constructive criticism. Okay. Constructive criticism. Okay. That's a bit because because of how they how some of the certain players treated the uh game against the Wasatch Revolution. Didn't kay. take the lost well. <clears throat> they didn't take the lost well. That's fine. Whatever. We can give them flack for well, that. Well, I don't want people to take a lost well. Never take a lost well. No, no, no. Well, there, there's, there's but a there's, difference but with there's the d- Right. You take it with some dignity. You can yeah, do that yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah. Don't, try you know to, don't ever try to don't take a lost well. Don't game you know what? Loss, we didn't travel we well. No this. excuse. We lost. It's that, fine. That, that, it is what it is. Okay. But now you have an opportunity because... All these teams are out here in Idaho saying yep. that they're the number one team in the Northwest. And even though, like, some may not consider the Rage to be the number one team in the Northwest, I think we all know who that is. <coughs> South Lane Buzzards. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> oh! Oh, Rudder's not going to like that. <laughs> oh. Uh, even though they're not the number one team in the Northwest, the, the Rage play good football. They do. They play great. The Nighthawks play good football. When, and, I, and right now, the Rage are rocking Harry Peoples at QB. Oh, man. Harry Peoples is back, baby. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if it, hey, Jordan Polk was right. If, if, if Harry Peoples... Granted, I watched the game against the Seminoles. That was today, right? Earlier today? No, it, it was last week. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that it was, was last week. week. And you know what? For, for, I don't know how long it's been since Harry's played in an actual football game. Whatever. I, I don't know if he had the B squad receivers, whatever. Probably since the WWFA last year. <sighs> or year before. I mean, if, if, yeah, he gets, if he gets the same amount of time as guys like Rush Schneider get and, you know, Ryan Jones get, mm-hmm. Harry Peoples is going to be an MVP candidate. Oh, yeah. Hands down. <clears throat> Hands down, if right. an easy choice for well, it. And a w- and, if and, and when the Rage decide to join the PNFL, they should, which they they should, they should. I mean, what else are you gonna yes. do? Playing the WW. There's no such WWFA anymore. I don't know what it is now. They can I mean, make it play in the AAF, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I heard the XFL is coming back. Hey. <laughs> Shout Dwayne out the Rock, the Rock Johnson. Hit, hit that, hit that Rock. Uh, you know, I, I took that out of the rotation. There's no, some, no we, got some other, we got some other drops that we had to get to. So, <coughs> yeah. all right, well, I'll do it. Shut up, bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Rock for bringing the XFL mm-hmm. back. Uh, but no, it, if the um, why Bremerton? My God. Uh, if that's that, that's that Nighthawk coach, <laughs> it could be. Um. If the Rage are joining the XFL, or the XFL. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> if, the wow. rage, if the Rage are... Can I please have your attention? Patty Schefter bomb. <laughs> Boy, I was in the sun for way too long. If the Rage are join the, joining the PNFL, then Harry Peoples is a legitimate MVP candidate. Then you have guys uh, from other teams like, uh, you know, Adam Cruz, uh, Day-Day, you know, whatever. Those guys will also be MVP candidates. Yeah. But... <clears throat> Like if they came to the league. yeah if they yeah, came if to the I would yeah I would put him in I top would put three. Adam Cruz in there I would sure. put yeah but I would put Harry Peoples as a preseason top three to can watch. we normalize linemen getting awards yes we should yeah we gotta figure out like because college football has has recently instituted the Piesman. Oh. Uh-huh. so I mean maybe we gotta figure something well out. they have the Remington right that's well I mean that's like you know that's that like actually serious award the Piesman is like the you know like play it's almost like a kind of a Pro Bowl where like people vote. People, you're voted that way because of your peers, and it's specifically for offensive linemen. 
like the the best of the brawlers in the offensive. Yeah, line. right. Like yeah. So yeah, uh, we need that for the PFL. It'd be nice. Yeah, we if it, if we when, preach when how the important they are, why not give them? Yeah, some recognition? when the most important position in semi-professional football is the offensive lineman. Like, dude, give them got, a reason to stay. You gotta reward the big sexies. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think Pancakes. it's needed. Yeah, right. Pan- pancakes yeah, need to right. be a stat. The uh, the I just I asked because PNFL like, IHOP. Award. Ian, yeah, I was gonna say Ian, you need to go get that IHOP sponsorship. IHOP gift card. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty five dollar IHOP. Who? Gift I mean, card. you know, you can get Big F up there with the Sabers that Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. He deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why. That's why I brought it up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if the 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 Rage are going to play in Idaho this weekend, the Nighthawks are going to play in Idaho this weekend. We'll see who the number one team in the Northwest is. You know, well, at least out of a couple teams that have traveled, I, I, I doubt I that. I, I doubt that either of those Idaho teams could give either of those Washington, Washington teams, teams any run for their money. No, I don't think so. I think it's just hey, maybe, maybe you could, maybe they could keep up with the Rage, but I think the Rage have too much talent to they just overcome. Not gonna happen. <laughs> no, not gonna happen. <laughs> That's wow, that's a new, wow. drop. Oh, that's new, a drop. new one. <laughs> new, dr- <laughs> new drop Friday. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyways, so speaking of the Rage, the Rage played the Seminoles. Yes, a Washington or a Seattle area team. I Tukwila, Tukwila. North of Seattle, the one we were talking about a couple weeks ago, <laughs> where you could say, yeah, it's too late. Oh, to, oh, it's Tulalip. Oh. I mean, there is a Tequila. There is Tequila. There yeah, is yeah, Tequila, yeah. but you were talking about Tulalip last to, couple of weeks ago. Tulalip. Tulalip. Yeah. <laughs> I am white. Wow. <laughs> uh, so they played the Seminoles. You know what? Kudos to the Seminoles. Yeah. They they put up a good fight. They yeah. they put they put up a good fight. Yeah. Granted, it was kind of hard to tell who was who. Uh, you know, I suggest that everyone. Get jerseys that are at least somewhat the same color, um, but from what I saw, the Seminoles were able to to you know at least keep up with the rage. They were moving the chains. Yeah, that's good. They're, they they had a little tiny quarterback who looked like you know he just got done with recess <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He he was kind of mom like, dropped him off at a game and <laughs> was going to give yeah. him a Capri Sun or an orange Wait, slice at the slices. end. Yeah, uh, but hey, he was he was moving around. He was doing his thing. He you know made a couple good passes. Uh, but you know, if your teams good teams stay good. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're a young squad, like at minimum, just look organized. Yeah, yeah. like look like you yeah. like look like you know how to play the fucking game. Uh, <coughs> in PNFL news. Mm-hmm. The war warzerkers, war warriors, the team that's down here, the teams that merge, the berserkers mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. warriors. Yes, they played the uh, building Timberwolves of Douglas County. Yeah, um, the always building, never finished Timberwolves. <sighs> Sheesh, boy, they uh, the the wolves won eighteen to six. Okay, that's, that's what okay. we'll say. Ew. Was that two kicks or was that was it a like yeah, did they get in? It's probably a TD. Yeah. Was, okay. I don't, I, don't, I I didn't I have I, I didn't I wouldn't expect a team to have a good kicker. I I you know I don't know man I yeah like for the, for the amount of teams that actually have good kickers in the PNFL I say they're probably more reserved for the top teams. Okay. Just because uh, it's not very common. Look, 
Just saying. Here, here's my notes from that game. One, we need to stop allowing players to play with basketball shorts. What? Oh. Who did that? Boo. The someone on the on the Warzerkers or for oh. Warriors or something like that. He was playing cornerback. Corner? <laughs> yes. It wasn't even like a lineman no. that couldn't find pants that fit? No. <laughs> no, it was a that's cornerback. Em- that's embarrassing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um he, he th- we gotta we gotta step your we game gotta up. Stop that. Step that right. game we gotta up. Stop that's that. terrible. Because you know what? That's I, a bad I'll look on the this. league. Well, that I'll may, say I mean, this that... right now. There's another team that did it too. The fucking the fucking Scally. Yeah, they did it against the Rage. They had they had a lot of people wearing basketball shorts. If you can't find a way to get pants, uh, look. As uh, you know, as a coach. It is the most frustrating thing when you tell guys two months before you have a game, uh, hey guys, here's our here's you know, here's the uniform going forward. Here's uh here's what we need you to get. Right. Make sure you get it. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, coach. I got you, coach. Two days before it, the game. Hey coach, do you know where I can get some pants? I need to get some pants, coach. Do you yeah. have extra pants for me? Yeah, hop into that DeLorean and uh, yeah. get up to 88 miles an hour. Go back to the <laughs> go back to 19, like, 22 months ago and Bro, why is it so hard for these guys to get pants? Just when you wear basketball shorts on a football field during during a football game where you want to be taken seriously, it Correct. makes you look like a fucking idiot. Right. Bas- it makes you look like a stooge. The places where basketball shorts are allowed in in football is practice yes and maybe a joint practice but if you're if you're doing a full-on scrimmage or an exhibition no you'd be your full uniform especially when you're playing a team you have referees i mean full uniform you know if you're playing a team that is like an actual talented team and you're trying to make a statement like hey uh you know trying to be relevant this is our first game as a new team like we you know and and the scally rage game was yeah three weeks before the season was yeah right yeah exhibitions you know like come on the thing that really you know the thing that really actually as a coach concerns me the most about this player safety because you know Mm -hmm. very i mean my experience is that if the dude is out there wearing the basketball shorts he, not only does he not have like matching pants or like team, you know, team color pants, he's probably not wearing a girdle either. So he no. doesn't have his pads. And he, you know, he doesn't. I mean, whether it's like the built-in or you know whatever. He's, even even if you do, they're probably sliding all over the place. Yeah, and so I'm just like, at a certain point, like you're gonna take a helmet to the hip bone. You yeah. know, you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna catch a it's helmet. Gonna hurt. You're gonna catch a helmet to the low spine. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. Right. Like I, I get that you're a young cat and that you're in this spot where you think you're invincible, but like eventually you're gonna reach like some of the age of us coaches and like your body ain't gonna work the same no more. No, no, and it's just it's bad. It's a bad look. It's a bad look up and down. So let's 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 normalize yeah. not doing that. And and yeah. it, look, coaches, like tell what's, tell what's your players part? no. Yeah, if they if they don't come up, if they don't come to the game. In full uniform. Yeah. That means correct jersey. Yep. That means correct pants. That means correct pads. Mm-hmm. If, look, some guys don't want to wear knee pads and whatever. That's becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. If if you personally I personally get that, if you personally don't want to wear knee pads, whatever. But that, the hips, 
the, the you tailbone. better be wearing a hip pad. You better be wearing a tailbone pad. Well, at a certain point, I, I at a certain point, aren't referees supposed to check supposed for to. So for the, the like NFL requires a certain amount, or they did. Yeah, and I think the last season they took that away. It used to be you had to have knee pads. Yeah, and they, they, would check they you used for to all check. Well, th- I mean, okay, it's fine. The bigger thing is that is if you're if it's a rule, it should be enforced. Yes, you know, and if we have uniform standards that aren't about like. You know, coach. You know, takes it out of the realm of oh, coach don't like me. That's why he won't let me play bullshit. Like, uh, the guys need to. You know, the. I mean, as for at a minimum level for player safety, rules about your uniform and equipment have to be enforced. Yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise, if if we have these rules in place and it's not being enforced by the league or rep- representatives or you know people that are being hired and contracted with the with the league, like our referees and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it 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 cheapens the product. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. it absolutely has to get enforced. Yeah, and, and you can't, as a coach, again, if your guys do not show up in proper uniform, don't let them play. Well, don't let them play. That's what I don't understand. Is all of these games that we've been mentioning so far have all been scrimmages and exhibitions? Yeah, right. Like if it's a league game, and. I I could more understand it like if it if it matters for playoffs and you're in that kind of contention spot right then yeah but like an exhibition or a scrimmage like no you come prepared or you don't play like that's that's an easy decision yeah because that's that is you practicing for a regular season game for yes. a game that that matters you know all all games truly like all games matter you know what i mean but like if you're playing in a in a game where it's your first game of the season, you know, if if it's your preseason game, what are preseason games in the NFL meant to do? I mean, basically, they kind of tune their tune-ups. Exactly, they get you ready for regular season games, and regular season games get you ready for playoff games, etc. So, if you don't come prepared for a preseason NFL game, you know what happens? You get fucking cut. Well, yes. Well, and, and and here's the thing too: is like as a player, how you do small things is how you do all things. Thank you. Like, if you talk that shit, if Jake. you can't, you know, we were. Ta- I mean, I, I think we were talking a little bit about this last time. Is like, you know, we ta- we talk about guys like you know, get your house in order, like yep. have your life in order. Like Jordan Polk was ripping on dudes for like playing in this league, not having jobs. Yeah. What, are you, what are you doing that's, dropping that, that's what, crazy. what the fuck are you doing dropping $225 or whatever it is on player fees when you don't and got gear? a job and gear, and gear when you don't have a job and you can't like pay rent how you do small things like this is this this like th- you wearing shorts to a to an exhibition or a scrimmage or to a league game is a microcosm of your life i know everything i need to know about how you know, what's going on for you and and where things are at for you by how well you prepare and like and what like when you arrived to the game, did you get there at game time? Did you get there before game time, or did, were you putting your pants on while you know the opening kickoff was getting run back? Right, like, it's all those little things. And asking, so like every, asking coach to tape your ankles, and he needs to pre- prepare for the game. Already. Right, and so and and so you have you have all these little opportunities to demonstrate your yourself as uh, a serious as a serious competitor. Yeah, and too many guys emphasize the semi, don't emphasize the pro. Yep. One hundred percent. So <clears throat> let's go back to the uh, let's go back to this Timberwolves 
Timberwolves Wars 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 game. We're going to find out their true name tomorrow. Yeah, we are. What I saw in the (laughs) Timberwolves game. So they had a new quarterback, the Timberwolves. They had a new quarterback, Mm -hmm. uh, Eric Rich. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know that. Former, I recognize that name. Former buzzard. Former uh, buzzard. He usually plays tight end, though. I never yeah, seen him play. He, he, like he, he, he would, used he to would play fill in. I would say I saw him, I've seen him fill in at QB, but I've always seen him as a tight end. Yeah, and then uh, interesting. Anthony Sims, uh-huh. who was with the Bills, is now with the Timberwolves. Interesting. Hmm. Um, and then, as we know, Cameron Abeen is. Uh, no, no longer with the Timberwolves. Yeah. That was the biggest thing for me. Was Vic back? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Hmm. They, that was the biggest thing for me, though, was Cam not being there because That's you can huge. That's see the difference. Yeah, yeah. You, you can, can see the difference in their play. Because I remember in their first game, like when he was at running back, handing him the ball, seeing how he reacted and how everybody reacted to him, and when he was running the Wildcat, like. The team was just different. The team was at a whole. Yeah. It was like a, a faster pace. Yep. More efficient. But having a good running yeah. back allows your offense. To, uh, there's an. It ag- allows you to do a lot. Well, there's a there's an aggressiveness yeah. that your offense can present it like manifest when you have a running back who can carry the mail and go downhill and isn't mm-hmm. afraid to to you know you know to kind of stick his face in there. Yeah. And if you don't have that, like you. There's other ways to manufacture. I mean, there's a million ways to manufacture offense, but I think there's o- there's only a few ways to manufacture identity. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, especially if you if you have a top notch running back like that, like that that can become your identity. Mm-hmm. You know that he was, in my opinion, probably the most talented person on that team at the time. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you want to build around, right? Most your talent. That's what you build around. Yeah, yeah. You you either make a scheme and. Uh, get talent to fit your scheme or you get talent and you make a scheme to fit your talent. Right. Yep. 100%. So yeah, I'm kind of curious. So, so they're just running around all willy nilly. with No, no, that's, that's actually what I was going to ask Pat is like, I I didn't get a chance to watch the film too much. I mean, I, I I ended up, I think I ended up posting it to the G man chat, but I I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of it. What did the, what did the actual football look like? Not great, Bob. (laughs) Not, not great. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was, it was what I expected it to be. I mean, it, it, it was, it, like I said, it looked a lot different now that, you know, Vic wasn't there and Cam wasn't there. So they had played months before. Yeah. Uh, They played, uh, one of the Idaho teams. No, no, no. The, the Wolves played the. The Warzerkers, or the they played the Berserkers. Oh, okay. Before oh, the before, before the merger, the merger. yeah. Uh, oh, and they okay. won. I think it was fifty something to six. Okay. okay. So so wait wait wait. So adding the Warriors to the Berserkers was a what, it was either forty four or thirty four point differential. It was, it was either. See that's, that's big. The thing is is because I I that's like, big. I can't build off of that first game because Bill Carlin can build off of that. <sighs> <laughs> you play to win the game. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you were saying? It I can't tell if it was, you know, the merger that helped 
the Berserkers that much or if it was the Timberwolves losing the guys that they did. Because it, well, I the mean, Timberwolves you, team looked a lot smaller. Here's the thing. You if you see it as a combination probably. What, what I was going to say, I mean, it's probably it's probably I mean, it's probably not either or, it's probably a both. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. I mean, uh depth never hurts anybody. Correct. Yeah. And so if both the Berserkers and the Warriors got a little deeper and and had a little bit more like just you know, I mean, just dudes. I mean, literally bodies to throw at the game. Yeah, that's going to help. It's going to, if nothing else, everybody stays fresher. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and if if you know, I mean, if the um, kind of the overall talent of the of the Timberwolves has um, been diminished because of the loss of players. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, both teams, both teams. You know, you figured that there's a, you know, there's a net like okay, there's a net zero where like. Uh, two teams are completely equal or every team kind of comes to the, to the, to the, you know, to the middle. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, maybe the, you know, the, the, this, this merged team warriors, you know, just got a little closer to that. And then, you know, the, the, the reduction of a few players for the, for the Timberwolves brought them there as well. Kind of down yeah. back, right. to, back to middle. But right. they did, like you said, you, they, they added Sims and Sims is good. Mm-hmm. So they added some talent as well. So, yeah, really, and then and then with the the QB situation, we didn't see much of Vic. Uh, we kind of know Eric Rich can get it done. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I'm I don't not know how he's well a he's. I, I'm not saying all. that he, I don't. I don't. I. There's got to be a reason he wasn't a quarterback on some teams, but sure. But what well, <coughs> Vic could be same same could be said for yeah. Vic. I think Vic's more of that dynamic athlete, right? You know, uh, yeah. Whereas Eric's probably more of that you know your standard quarterback well he's also eric's more of a veteran so he's yeah. not going to be like you're not gonna be running all over the field like an athlete like vic oh yeah no no no. so but the final score of that game 18 to 6 um just not great football <laughs> yeah I, not great football it, a lot of you know the way that the, the score would say different but the you gotta w- look at the tape yeah the the way that the warzerkers played um, you know, it, it looked very undisciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you shot me a text that was, you know, pretty telling. Uh, if you have X person at kickoff, you will score every time. Oh yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, I, I, what I saw was a lot of undisciplined football, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, just a lot of, it, it, it looked like guys hadn't been doing stuff for a while and then uh they were like up oh, let's play a game we're ready well i wonder i wonder if that's the lack of practice or if they're literally practicing wrong could be that right because like I if mean, you not everybody's blessed with with quality coaching and, and i think for you know uh teams like that where where you're you're a new team you're a startup mm-hmm. team and you have uh, you have coaching staff that is, you know, new to to co- new to coaching or yeah. you know not as experienced or not as knowledgeable or or they're just kind of in this for, uh, you know, for a, something to do. Yeah, that team's gonna suffer. Like they're they're gonna suffer from poor coaching. We were very grateful. Yeah. To have you know coach because let's face it. When we played on the Sentinels, we were not the most athletic or talented group of guys. Come on, Kenny. Come on, Kenny. Okay. They're fat, dumb, and happy and entitled. <laughs> but 
we had good coaching. Yes, we were coached well. We were coached well, and we remained coachable. Yes. So. So that, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is is uh, it's it's either a lack of practice or they're just. I mean, it really couldn't. It, it might not even be wrong coaching, but maybe they don't have enough coaches. I don't know how many yeah. they have. I don't know. Uh, we I could, don't know how many came over in the in the Warriors merger. Because I can tell you, you know, when we had our Sentinels practices, when we had less coaches, you know, even when the players are running their thing, it's it's not the same. Yeah. You know, having having more coaches to run more things and make it run more efficiently is a big deal. I think it's hard when you have to wear a lot of hats. Yes, yes. it is. You know, um, as uh, it 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 spreads you too thin. Like I mean, just human. They, they just the human mind, the human brain only has so much bandwidth yeah. that it can give attention to things, right? And so, um, which is why I mean, which is why, like, God bless the people that are willing to step up and kind of be the player coach. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. even then, it's 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 too much. Like, well, it's also it's also you don't get like just literally having the title of coach. Right. You get a little bit more respect when you from the from the player. When does this happen? So if like <laughs> I'm just saying like um, like if you're a player, other players might not want to listen to you. Sure, just having the title of coach right kind of gives that just that little bit of authority. Yeah, absolutely. That you don't have as a player. Right. Like, like with a player, you kind of have to earn that spot where people are going to listen to you versus where. A well, coach, I think it's a coach too. It's right? expected. Yeah, well, I, it's expected I, as a coach immediately. Like for a coach. You're expected to listen to them, and then they go one way or the other. You either yeah. you either respect them or you don't. And then with I a think, player, you you're expected to be at the same level, I, and then you either yeah. Gain more I think the road I think it. the road to being respected as a player is probably a little bit longer. But once you're there, it's it's a little more cemented. Yeah, I think that there's a there's a oh one bad game will lose your respect w- as a coach. What well, right? There's a there's a For some uh, people there's a um. The, you get a lot of you get a lot of credibility on loan mm-hmm. uh, or up front as a coach. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. you can burn through that loan real fast. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. know if you're if you're not investing your capital right, if you're not spending it the right way, you can you can burn through that capital real fast. Yeah. One well, and when things are going right, you know things that you would think are not as great just kind of go by the wayside, and then it kind of bundles up until you get that one bad loss or something. It's like well, this has been happening for seven weeks or blah, 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 blah. Like people just bottle that up and then they'll use it against you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Here's you, know, you know what we're talking about? Hey, that? remember when we were talking about the the, the, the Timberwolves and the Warriors? Here's here's my thoughts on this. There's a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Did we? Hey, it'll all come back full circle. We'll come around. It'll come around. Okay. Like the perfect draw on a drive and a golf ball. It'll come back around. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell that to Jake. We yeah. couldn't find a couple of those golf balls. It's all good. Hey, we found. The we did find one of them. I think yeah, we found and one. We yeah, played yeah. that. We played one it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you yes. know what? We picked up a stroke. <laughs> we picked well, up a stroke on that one. Well, we we made par. On we made that par one. on that one. We made par on that one. That's right. That's oh one, yeah, the yeah. one where he hit it over to the other fairway. Yeah, yeah. Some guy that was. <laughs> some guy was hitting hitting on that hole. <laughs> and we had to like drive our cart in front of him. <laughs> I was watching. Yeah. Oh, that was so awkward. Anyways, uh, speaking on that, I think that a lot of players in semi-pro, and and we've talked about this numerous times 
over the course of these 17 plus episodes. A lot of these guys think that they know more. A lot Mm. of these guys think that, you know, I'm a grown ass man. Why is this grown ass man right here telling me what to do? My pass set is perfect. I don't need to lower my butt on my, on my defensive line stance. I know how to be square in my cornerback stance. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> the biggest thing, <clears throat> the biggest thing that you can do to hurt your semi-pro football team is to not be coachable. And it doesn't matter whether or not your coach, you know, if your coach has 30 years of experience or if he is a first-year head coach, he is the coach. He is the coach. And if you think that Sure, you might have been playing football since fucking fourth grade and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? If you were too good to be coached, why are you not playing at a higher level? You are here for a reason. Because you either, A, you couldn't be coached, and you thought that you were too good to be coached, and then you ended up in fucking semi-pro. Right. Well, there's also the, the outside perspective thing that people don't understand. It's like, the way you feel that you're doing and then the way that somebody perceives you doing the thing right can be two totally different things and the way you're perceived is more than likely what's actually going on yeah like hey i'm beating this guy around the outside well no you're not you're getting washed out you're just beating them yeah. 10 yards behind the quarterback yeah you are running straight downfield 10 yards and you are not getting anywhere exactly so it it's Look, you're not as good as you think you are. Let's just put it like that. You like I'm, you know, I the guys that have this mentality of like, oh, I'm such a good football player. I don't know why coach has me fifth on the depth chart. He just doesn't like me. He doesn't see my potential, blah blah blah. Nah, Cuddy. Nah, it's just cuz you're not that's, that good. That's the exception to the rule. Yeah. It's you you're just not that good. Listen to your coaches. Listen to them. Listen to what they are saying. And even let's let's give the the unlikely idea where, you know, you definitely know way more than your coach does. So take what they say with a grain of salt. See if it works out better for you. If it doesn't go back to what you were doing. Yeah. There's no reason to tell them that they're wrong. Yeah. No. Jake. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I think early in my coaching career, I made a lot of mistakes in the way that I coached guys. Sure. Um, and there are, you know, I mean. Uh, you said that a little too fast, Pat. What? <laughs> hey, I've uh, been around, I've been around what, all but one season yeah. in coaching? And uh, I saw I, it. I think. Um, he was a dick. I, well, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I think one of the things that. Uh, you learned, though. I think one of the things that that happened to me early is that I got some bad coaching advice about how a coach is supposed to <laughs> be or, or some bad ideas about what, what it means to be a coach and how you go about doing it. And, um, there got, I mean, I'll, I'll say this: there are still some guys that, uh, are still active in this league. Um, that I know for a fact I turned off, yeah. uh, like fundamentally ended any chance that they would ever play for me again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the bum deal is that these are guys that, uh, cause you're a, uh, uh, what is it? Old washed up. Well, washed no, up I mean, it was, I mean, it was, before, it was before, I mean, that. it was before that yeah, story yeah. got, you know, whatever, uh, you know, um, 
players that I have a tremendous amount of respect for and, and have, you know, I've lost sleep at night having to game plan around, uh, you know, um, that had I done a better job of understanding how to coach that guy, um, might have still been playing for me um, yeah. rather than kind of going somewhere else. So um, I'll, I'll say I, th- I think that um, – Pedra? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so I, I think that th- that's the number one thing, and and and, and I actually really appreciated um, uh, uh, the perspective that uh, Coach Rudder had, and and actually I think um, uh, several several um, several podcasts ago when we had uh, uh, Swarm Coach Jeff Barker on. Yeah. Um, I, well, to be I mean to be uh, to be perfectly honest, all the coaches we have had on have touched on this and how important um, the relationship between the player and the coach is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has to have this kind of understanding of mutual respect mm-hmm. and that the coach has to be first among equals. Yeah. Um, not because he knows more than you, not because he's smarter than you, not because, um, you know, you're, you're, you know, he's so great and you're some pleb. Right. Right. Just because like, listen, in order for a team to function well, there has to be a structure. Yeah. And we, and, and we agree that the coach is at the top of that structure. It it just is that way. Yeah. There's Um, a, there's a military thing about that. When you're, when you're a leader in the military, they tell you if something's going on and, uh, you know, you're in charge, you need to make a decision. It doesn't have to be the right decision but you have to make a decision yes. so that people can follow you. Yeah. And if, beca- if it turns out to be the wrong decision, then adjust later. Yeah. If but you, you can't be indecisive. Yes. If you've, if you've ever played quarterback for me, you have heard me say ad not like till you're probably sick. Um, it's better to make a wrong read mm-hmm. than a long read. Yep. Yeah. Um, because you know, it, it's just get, you know, you have to be decisive. Yes. And I, and I think that, it, and I think that's ultimately the responsibility of the coaches to make a decision. Not right. every decision, you know, um, Kenny, you and I are Seahawks fans. Not every decision a coach makes on a play call or a situation or whatever is draft going choice. to be the quote you draft with, is going to be the right one. No. You know, as defined by, well, did we score here? Did we win here? You know, but they, you throw know. throw a slant on the. Right. But here's the, but here's the thing. That coach, that coach is going to be, the, uh, is, is functionally going to be the lightning rod mm-hmm. for all the shit that functionally could be going around the team. Yeah. And so that, that coach is choosing to, you know, right, wrong or indifferent. He's making that decision. The, the indecision is what right throws ripples in the team. Right. You make a bad decision. You know, you can say, ah, that was a bad decision. Right. But everybody's going to follow you. Yes. You make, you're indecisive and the team starts wondering if you have the leadership quality to be a coach. Right. And so when you, as a coach, make a decision, um, you have to you have to be able to give a good explanation as to why you are asking a player to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and truthfully, at that's I mean at the semi pro level, like quite frankly, that's all it is. It's an ask. Yes. I mean, it's a strong ask. It can be a very clear ask. It can be very like, um, but it, you know, I mean, I am. Uh, none of us. Co- I mean, none of us coaches are really getting paid. No, you know, and we're not, we're you know, sacrificing and a lot yeah. Of time and so, and so and resources. Well, and, and, and it's not like, you know, I don't have 
other than the fact that we have agreed I have authority in your life, I have no authority in your life. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, you know, it's um, perceived authority. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's it's kind of this gentleman's agreement. So. So it has he has to understand why are you asking me to do this? Why do you believe? I mean, not whether you're right or wrong, good or bad, or why do you believe this will help me? Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can give if you can give a guy a vision for what that looks like, why you believe this helps me, or why you why you want to execute this according to the scheme? Why does this make a difference? Right. You know, running this, you know, running it from this distance to this distance, aligning here to aligning here, help a guy understand. And I think what happens is that when. Um, when a player either because uh, because they don't have football understanding, like they're they're new to mm-hmm. the game, um, or because they they're they're old heads, they're very experienced players, right? Don't understand what you're asking them to do, and then you blow them up for not doing it. All right. all they all they experience is you know. Um, Coach told me to do something. I don't understand what either what I'm supposed to do or why I'm supposed to do it. Right. And then he's being a dick and yelling at me. Well, right. and even even if you know like like run this route, okay, and then you just run it. Well, if if a player can get to the point where they understand why they run the route, yeah. they can run it better. Like it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be running crispier routes because they know why, but right. they can run it at the right well, and not timing just, in the right spots and be in the in the open areas or be you know, pulling a safety one way or the other for somebody else. Right. Like, there's all these things that if you understand why you're doing something, it makes more sense to do it. Yeah. And if you can't give a good explanation for that, then, then stop doing it as a coach, quite frankly. Like, yeah. um, and uh, that allows you, your guys to, to gain football IQ yeah. and to be able to adjust on the fly and right. on the go on the right. field. Right. Things that you can't do oh, from the sideline. You dude, can't coach somebody from the yeah, sideline to right. adjust in the middle of a play. One of the things I used to hammer about, I mean, I used to be just militant about this, and, and um, it was uh, corners backpedaling. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to just go ballistic on my corners for doing the open slide technique, the basketball slide, oh, yeah, um, yeah. instead of backpedaling. Right. And one, a player came up to me and asked me, uh, why is this so important? And it forced me to answer the question, uh, well, because it is. Yeah. And the minute I the minute that was the best explanation I had for it, I was done I was done doing that. Right. Um and because it th- that's it was just well, that's because of what I was told you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you go look in like things like body mechanics and like styles of play and styles of scheme, there are plenty of high level coaches that don't coach that. Yeah. And so less and 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 can give a good reason for it. One of the best one of the best videos I ever saw about that was Nick Saban talking about why he doesn't do why he's a cover three coach and he doesn't teach the backpedal. He's stupid. You know, he tells he tells his players, if you don't backpedal, here's what you need to defend against. Here's what you need to know you're going to be vulnerable to. Uh, here's how you need to make sure that you are aligning yourself in order to maximize that technique. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't he doesn't force people he to um, do one particular thing. And I think that's, I think that's the big thing for coaches is that you have to get guys to understand, um, the value or the meaning or the purpose of what you're doing, mm-hmm. not even just, you know, do it because I said so. Right. The, you, you want the outcome to be what you want, right. but the way it right. happens doesn't necessarily need to be exactly the way you envision right. it. Exactly. As long as the outcome is correct. Right. And you can overcoach a guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you can go overcoach a guy to the point where he either resents you or doesn't trust himself or shuts down or yeah, exactly. Like it yeah. just, you know, 
It's <sighs> a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Anyways, back to the uh, Timberwolves. <laughs> 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 another another game. tangent. <laughs> hey, hey. No, this is good talk. I, I think this is. It's a lot of vital information. What do you? I, I I'd love. To, I would love to hear what the league thinks on this. On like what? we, uh, just the the dynamic of the relationship between player and coach. I'm really interested to like, see because I know how I feel, and I know me and Pat are pretty similar how we feel about coaches and being able to be coach. But are we? I think we're pretty similar. <laughs> Let's. Let me know how you feel, and then I'll let you know how I feel. Uh, well, and then, well I'm did, just saying we'll see if it's similar. I mean, we came from two totally different football backgrounds. Yep. Me with zero, and you with I don't know some. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm learning everything from scratch, and so I just absorb everything. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I learned it, I would I would question things I didn't understand, but I would still you know whatever the coach says went, but I would just let them know like that like. I, I for I was lucky enough to have this relationship with Brett where I could talk to him and say, this doesn't make sense to me for this reason. And then he would, instead of saying, well, I'm the coach, do it. He would actually listen to me, think about it and say either this is why I want you to do it this way or no, your way actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. So we're, which by so the way, if you, which by the way, if you can tell a player that if you, if players will players that does not make you look weak as a coach, no, if a player knows that he can bring something to you and and can trust that you'll listen, even if you don't go with it, right. that you will always listen, man, that goes a long way. Yeah. That's one of the things he did really well. And I, I don't know if it was a specifically because I had that relationship with him, but I, I always, I mean, like I said, I, I didn't know anything about playing football until I joined the Sentinels. And so I was just trying to be as much of a sponge, but every coach uh, as long as they were doing their best to, to give me ideas, mm-hmm. you know, I would either say that's a, you know, I, I do it for the, for the most part. Cause there's obviously, there's some that are just absolutely ridiculous and there's, that there's no way I would do it, but right. um, that didn't happen very often. And Kenny, we got to work them hips. <laughs> Big facts. No, so I, I, I just, it's just a, it's, you, like every no, coach, similar. every coach is respected. Yeah. But I feel like, I earned my way into the spot where I can put my two cents in. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, for me, you know, transitioning from being a player to being a coach, it's been interesting because, uh, you know, I, I think a lot about the way that I, you know, the way that I took coaching um, and the way that, you know, my coaches interacted with me. I've had bad coaches. I've had great coaches. Why are you going to uh, point at me when you say bad coaches? Because you know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do know who you're talking about. You do. You do. Um, you know, and I've had I've had great coaches, and and I think about, I think often about you know, how those guys interacted with me, and then how I interact with my own players, and a lot of the guys that I'm that I'm coaching right now, they don't necessarily need my coaching, but you know. For a lot of the guys that are, because there are guys on our team that this is their first year playing football. Um, well, I was, I was going to say something. Well, I was just going to say that you no, approached I, the mic very sensually. Like I had something to say too. I was going to wait till Jake I, got done. I, I think that's a, such a huge thing is being able to recognize the guys that need coaching and what yeah. kind of coaching they need. Yeah, like need need even is very like nuanced yeah. here, right? Like, and like guys like John Payne. 
he doesn't need like he doesn't need me to be. I am not going to teach John Payne like, anything so, new. Yeah, but this but is like, this is what I was going to say about that is people that don't need your coaching still need you to give a direction to absolutely the, and like, that's you and need that's to give direction do. to the offense you need to get to give yes. direction to yeah the now we're, yes. yeah structure you just don't need to worry and about leadership and, vision. and you just don't need to worry about their part in that yeah in that position and that's where like i can call you know i i, I can i can call a play and and i can give john a, a certain tag you know and i know he's gonna run it exactly the way that it's supposed to be because that's just the type of person that he is and and that's the type of relationship that we've built as a player. Now, if a, a first year player goes in and I give him a specific tag and he goes, well, how do you want me to run it? Then I have to, then I have to say, okay, mm-hmm. well, if the, you know, if the corner's doing this and the safety's doing this, then here's how you have to run it. If, you know, if the safety comes down and the corner backs off, then this is how you, this is how you run it. You know, and for a guy like John, like I can just tell him like, here's the tag, here's the route. And he's like, okay. And he and, knows and he how knows, to do it. He yeah. knows how to do it because that's the experience in him. Yeah. So yeah. one of the biggest things that I've learned from from this transition is really like recognizing the guys that do need coaching. Uh, and, and there are some guys that have been playing for a while uh, and have been in this league that surprisingly still need some coaching. Um, you know, but that per- is... Only perfect practice makes perfect yes practice how you play play how you practice that's such an old saying but it's it remains true and if you practice like shit nine times out of ten you're gonna play like shit right that's the one i always heard practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice i always tell i always tell the guys whether it's a practice whether it's a walkthrough whether it's a game treat every rep like it is the biggest rep of your life Treat every rep like it is the Super Bowl. Like, go out and give it your all. Because if you half-ass, you know, if you have a backside slant, if, you, if you're single side and you have a backside slant and the play is designed to go to the right side, but the right side's covered and they got to go to that single side and you put in a half-ass slant and you're not ready for it, it's not going to end up well. Treat every rep like it is the biggest rep of your life. Because... The big time players, the Day Days, the Jordan Polks, the Andre Dixons, the John Paynes, uh, the um, you Pat know the, the Pat Sheds, the Luke Cavaliers, they all do this. They all have that mentality. They go 100% every play, and they go hard. And you know, John, John has told me in the past, you know, semi pro is is easy for me. We we haven't fat, seen dumb and happy yeah. and we haven't seen John Payne at a hundred percent, but no. that's scary, because a guy who's talented like him, and who knows if Day Day's going a hundred percent. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that oh Day Day doesn't go a hundred percent on right. on his routes or Adam Cruz isn't playing at a hundred percent because he's throwing behind the back passes. That tell that should tell you that should tell the guys that are you know lower level. If you have feedback about this, please at Patrick Coyote on Twitter. It's capital P A T R I C K capital C H I O T T I. I'm not going to sit here and say that those guys aren't going 100, percent but if they aren't and they're still producing the way that they produce, mm-hmm. that should tell you. That should tell you the type of talent that you are going up against, and that should tell you as a guy who is having to grind on a on a team that is mediocre or or 
still know, on still way, building still building or whatever that should tell you fuck that is the type of level that i need to be playing at mm-hmm. or that's what you should strive for right. a little later on that's actually part of my uh good year of the week oh shit we didn't do that it, it can it can pop in anywhere baby don't worry about it oh uh, we're at an hour <laughs> we're at an hour i think we can do it anyways Timberwolves, where's their I mean, g- I mean, we're he, all circling well, back well, here. So circle uh, back. So circle back, and so let's 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 do a couple things, right? Like number one, let's give credit to the Timberwolves. Yeah, hey, good like, win. If you get a dub, you deserve respect for that do we dub. Have, do we yes. have an applause? Do we have? An uh, applause? No, we need to get one. Uh, well, I mean, you took off. How about this? Like, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Does that work? Or hey, you pretty close. To win the game. You know what? And, and I'm gonna say this real quick. That's a good one. Does that work? <laughs> that, that works. I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, oh, you know what? Here we go. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, it's going to pain me to say this. Kudos kudos to Carlin for, for his comment to Jordan Polk the other day. Yeah. You know, uh, saying, you know, we may not be the, the best team in the league right now. We may not be a top tier team. But don't count us out. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna go down without a fight, right? You know we're not gonna just be known as bottom feeders. We're going to go in day in and day out and fight every game. Yeah. It's like you know what? On our drive down here today, Jake told me to go watch the what the oh we were Vancouver we were, Venom. We were talking about the Venom. That's the, the Rose one game the, against the the Thunder. The the. Was it Roseburg or Rose, Rose Valley Thunder? Rose Valley, yeah, something like some that. Rose Valley like Thunder or something like that. Yeah. yeah, the the Dick Wrinkley team. That that might be like I think we need to just take that video and download it, like like somehow hack into the PNFL YouTube and just download that video, and then dub the. Uh, <laughs> The like wacky music it just because that that might have been the worst football I think I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, there's another good song for that. We need to just like dub us going skip it a beep up. God, we're idiots. <laughs> how do we do this every week? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> somebody somebody plays a game somewhere, and that's how. Yep. Yeah. Because we've kind of run out of weird topics to talk about. <laughs> so if you were starting a that's right. semi-pro team on the 5th of August, <laughs> and you could only choose from the top eight quarterbacks. So <laughs> before we... um. You know, I mean, I, I think I think it's probably good. You know, yeah, start to start yeah. start putting, getting ready to put the hay in the barn, right? Um, Pat, I'm curious for you. Yeah, you know, because like, I mean, because you're getting ready to, you know, I mean, yeah. Am I being interviewed right now? I don't know if yes. you're going to get interviewed per se, but I, I think I have Kenny. Questions. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, go. Kenny. I'm really curious. Um, okay. I'm curious what what you're hoping to see from from um, from the sw- from the swarm tomorrow. I mean, I think that I think that we we. I got to so here's it. the deal. Here's the deal. I mm-hmm. got to watch their the infamous against scrimmage the Ra- against Raiders. the Raiders. Yes, I didn't get to see uh, that. and uh, yeah, it's, I mean scrimmage exhibit. You know, yeah, scrimmage, scrimmage practice, is a practice joint game. practice, whatever you want to call it. According, Scri- according, a, according to Fentress, let's put this let's put this out there. A scrimmage is a practice game, 
an exhibition is a real game. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I was impressed by both teams. Just right. just watching mm-hmm. it was it was good football. Both yes. teams played really good football. That was um, it was fun, fun to watch. It was well executed. Both teams. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, for for at the time what it was and kind of what we understood about you know, I mean, just getting ready to come into the season. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it made me excited for that matchup. You know, for when it you know when, yeah. for when real stuff was on the line. Um, you know, that said, I mean, I haven't seen you know, I haven't really seen the swarm. And nobody's really seen the swarm um, play a game. Yeah, play a game. <laughs> so I, I guess I'm curious what what do you what do you want to see or what are you hoping you'll see from the swarm tomorrow? Yeah, Kenny. What I would like to see from the swarm tomorrow is is pretty easy. Um, we all have this assumption. I'm assuming is that the swarm are a better team. So what I want to see is when the seconds or the thirds come in for the swarm, I want to see them on the same timing on the like the same like everybody should know their role that you don't have to do it as good as the person in front of you but know your role and execute i want to see that for the seconds and the thirds do your job hey i like that because that's i see that too because that's (laughs) that'll that'll prove if your depth is 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 true or if your depth is just bodies yeah i agree yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I, I, you, you kind of took everything I was going to say, actually. And, yeah. and uh, no, I think the other thing that I'd like to see is um, coaching. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see the offensive coordinator be to coordinate his way out of a wet paper bag. Is what I'd like to see. <laughs> Damn. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I what I really like to see is um, I, I think that I'd like to see uh, some creativity. Oh, okay. I think that when you have when you have as many tools as you have on both sides of the ball, when you mm-hmm. have so many great pieces, right. um, it can be really easy and, and I was notorious for this, to be perfectly honest. I was notorious for very running very simple, very um easy, very, mm-hmm. you know, replicable um concepts yeah. over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um when you have a, a wealth of talent um, and I think there's there's programs in this league that have that. I mean, I think yeah. that the um, or in this region, I guess I should say, um, you know, because we talk about teams that are outside this region. I mean, I think that um, the Rage, the Nighthawks, the Raiders, the Swarm, the Buzzards. I think to um, to their credit, I think that like folks like the Outlaws, the Scally have some of this ability as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the Trojans have some of this. I think uh, from the some of the film that I've seen from the Sabers, I think they have some of this. Mm-hmm. Um, to be to be creative and so for me i'd like to see uh i'd like to see the swarm not necessarily like you know show everything they have mm-hmm. but Let's i'd like to see out. yeah but i'd like to see i'd like to see a little something something like show you know yeah. show, show me who you are give me give me a give me an idea of who you're gonna be yeah. like let me see what your identity is don't just don't just run the one play you know is gonna work over and over again don't beat it don't beat it to death right yeah yeah. <laughs> don't don't run ISO power <laughs> every play. So you think we're just going to run ISO power the entire time? I day. don't. Is that what you think? We just don't want. <laughs> yeah, I right. don't think you should. Oh, well, you guys are in fucking. Mm. You're going to be in for a good game. That's all, all I'll right. say. I mean, look, here's what here's what you're going to see from the Rose City Swarm tomorrow. You're going to see... Uh, you're going to see 
different formations. You're going to see, uh, you know, good run concepts. You're going to see good passing concepts. Um, you're Are gonna you going to try to Shanahan it a little bit? A lot of the same stuff, but a lot of different looks. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think. And, that's, and I, I mean, that's there's nothing that's, wrong with that. I think that's that's great. kind of the thing. Is like our offense isn't. It's not super complex. Doesn't it, need it's, to be. And it and it doesn't need to be. Especially there's no at this reason. Level, it there's need no to be. reason that it needs to be. Um, you know, we have our short concepts, we have our long concepts, we have our our medium concepts, and we have play action. We have we have runs. I mean, it's inside, pretty fucking outside zone. Pretty power. fucking simple. Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest thing is we have, like you said, a wealth of talent. So utilizing that talent in different ways, motions, um, you know, sweeps, yeah. uh, you know using using motion as a as a decoy using it right you know you're gonna see quite a bit of that um you know i am excited i'm excited to play against this team because watching their game against the the timberwolves and like i said just seeing kind of undisciplined football uh you know seeing seeing how they play Mm -hmm. their defense a certain way i'm excited because it's really going to give an opportunity for guys like ryan and John and James, uh, and and Stephen especially Stephen running the ball, he needs he needs those full speed reps He's against a different a team. Field day, he is going to have a field day. You get Stephen outside in space. So we gotta work them hips. So one thing I want to say is a way that I can tell a team has their shit together when it's time for special teams. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do all eleven players run out onto the field? get in position and are ready to go. Yeah. I mean, it, it you know, because I know there's some we'll like, see it walk through. I've, <laughs> I've seen that. I remember, uh, watching when I went to Hawaii and watched Clackamas play the number two Hawaii team. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a great game. Hawaii, Hawaii had already played three games and that was Clackamas's first game. And being the returning state champs, they didn't look as crisp. You know, the, the Hawaii team, they, everybody was ready at, you know, mm-hmm. at a moment's notice hey, punt, and then punt went out there, and they were ready to go, and Clackamas was, like, looking around at the coaches, like, who's supposed to be here? Like, what's going on? Like, right. you know, that's that's one of the things I think of, like, it's it, for people who do offense and defense, it's easy to want to be out there for that. Right. A lot of, For whatever reason, people don't want to be on special teams. So <laughs> it's just dumb. for people to just rush out there and be ready to go, I see that as a team that's ready to play. Yeah. Like, special teams is very telling. Of we, where your team's at. We have guys that we have the the thing that I do love is that we have guys that are hungry to play on special teams. We have guys that are eager to go out there and I don't get why that's not a thing. I don't get why it. Why is either. that not a thing? I loved playing on special teams. I loved it. I mean honestly, I, I, I Because it's not it's You can't not get sexy. a stat. You can't get a stat. You can get tackles. You can get a tackle. You can get fumbles. Yeah, but um Nobody. Here's the deal. No one's. Well, let's let's the, make the let's make this thing, a new stat. Let's make advancing field position a stat. Oh well, oh, yeah. I mean punters. You know. Well, but the what? How good is well, the punter right, without well, somebody? Right. I mean, down we talk about. Ret- well, here's the thing. Like we you talk I mean? about. Wait. What, what's what's as that? a coach? Bill Belichick is on the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had <laughs> special teams are the biggest part of the game. The unfortunate <laughs> thing is that we look for measure punters are people too. We look for. Generally speaking, we look for recordable stats. Yeah. Right. 
So even things like, you know, average return yards or, you know, return for a TD, return for field mm-hmm. position, all those things. Right. Only one or two dudes are going to get that stat. You know, where yeah. the unfortunate thing is that there's not a lot of glory in sprinting down the field and holding a block. There's not, you know, right. there's unfortunately we don't emphasize holding the, holding your position. Yeah, away from like the ball we, we don't. It might come to your. Area. We don't. There's no way to to. There's a very few ways to really recognize or glorify. You know, lane discipline. So let's do it then. I I agree with you. Don't 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 get me wrong. Like I I I I preach. I mean I I like like. You know, just, I mean, just like until people like would like stop, like just literally stop, like start rolling their eyes about lane discipline, yeah. things like that. It's the biggest thing. Yeah. Biggest and so, thing. and so like, um, until, until a dude really truly un- intrinsically understands the value of special teams, you're, 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 you are screaming at the deaf. Yep. Like dudes have to, dudes have to understand the game well enough to understand the value of special teams. Yeah, if you want to see probably the one of the best representations of how much special teams affects a game, two years ago, Sentinels buzz at Harefield. Mm-hmm. We were getting smacked. Shellacked. They were pushing our shit in. <laughs> and I yet, think I made him shit himself. That was a low-score game. It because was. It was what twelve to six, yeah, which yeah. was ironically the same score that <laughs> we had like the next year. Yeah, twelve. It was like twelve, 12 to eight. six or twelve to eight or something, something like, like that. that. But the but that's the thing is like they were marching down the field, and then we could we we like our defense was decent, right? Our offense just couldn't get it together. <laughs> they would march down the field on us, and our offense would make a good stop, and then they. You know, they either had to punt or whatever, but they would always get past the 50. Yeah. And then we would go three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Our special teams is the only thing that kept us anywhere close to that game. Uh, mainly in part due to. Let's let's hear it. The Let's go inside the mind of a leg. A certain play. <laughs> A certain play that is in PNFL record books. Well, that one helped a lot. But let's go oh. inside the mind of a leg, Kenny's. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: I don't. But it's, I, it's just a, it's just a, an example of oh, how yeah. how much a, of a sway that special teams has on it's. It's all about advancing the ball. Uh, hang <laughs> what? On. Hang on. Can you give me that sound bite? Can you can you do the little? Oh shit, dog! I gotta, get, I gotta kick this ball, dog. I gotta put the team on my leg, though. Boom! Ninety-yard punt, leg kennings. Oh shit! It's Bryson Littlejohn, <laughs> one of the <laughs> hardest-hitting <laughs> linebackers in the league. That's okay, but f- fuck it. I'm leg, <laughs> leg, down the ball, <laughs> spotted at the two. No, I well and I put the team on my leg though. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Pat, here's uh, you know before before we get you know just devolve you know somebody needs to get their hands on ten and two. Uh, I want to I want to hear yeah right no, exactly right. <laughs> Pat, I want to hear from you something that you are um, 
Uh, one thing that's going to keep What's you. What's the score? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing that's going to keep you awake tonight mm-hmm. about the game tomorrow. <sighs> the weather. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that Red Bull no, I had earlier. That yeah, that Red Bull I had <laughs> before that. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna, you know I'm gonna watch uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. I'm gonna go to sleep. Uh, okay. No, um, the one thing that's gonna, if there was one thing that was gonna keep me awake, it would be the fact, and I and I told the guys this, you know, after watching that game, um, don't just come into this game thinking that it's gonna be a cakewalk. Don't this assume. Is, yeah, this is a hungry team. They're hungry. And you can see it on the film. Anytime they made a tackle, that sideline got hyped. Anytime they made a stop, that that sideline got hyped. That's a hungry team. You can tell the hungry teams from the from the ones that aren't. Yeah. You know, they're fat, you, dumb and happy and entitled. You exactly. can tell you can tell when a team completes a fucking five yard in route and that whole sideline and that whole stadium, you know, the bleachers start clapping and screaming. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on them. One big play can deflate the entire balloon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, and it doesn't matter if it's you know if it's zero zero and they score. If they score first, the 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 mental uh, the mental hit that a lot of I don't want to say like weak minded individuals semi pro, <laughs> but just say semi the the mental hit that that can have on some people is so immense that it just ruins the entire game for them, even though there's three quarters of football left. Yeah. We're never out of it. Dude, when I was when I was calling plays in the in the uh uh holiday game, that was stressful. I was going uh, like I was literally having to call plays against some of the, the most talented semi pro football players in the in the Pacific Northwest. And coaches. And, and coaches. Oh and yeah, thank you. And, uh, you know, it, it, it it, it was stressful. And, like, it's mainly because you know that this other team is hungry. And you know that if this play isn't done right, and I had 30 minutes to come up with that game plan. That was fantastic. So it's just if a team is hungry, they will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to win. They will do whatever it takes. You and that's what's going to keep that if if that if there was anything that was going to keep me up at night it would be that yeah regardless of the hype you got to treat every game like you know it start it all starts zero zero yeah and, and anything both can teams have a chance to win yeah, yeah. the minute you, you got to treat it like that look at how we treated the outlaws game last year yeah look at how we treated that game i remember oh, walking yeah. into this as soon as i saw some of the people that we had i was like yeah we got this nope and we didn't. The minute you look past whoever you're playing. Yep. Yeah. Look at look, look at the Rough Riders. The Rough Riders walked down the field on us. Yeah. They walked down the field. They strutted. Do not ever count out an opponent. Ever. It does not matter how much football they've played. Especially if Benji's on the team. <laughs> I miss that guy. I miss Moped, too. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. That that's what it would be. Do you have okay. any more? Do you have any more questions? No, I, I appreciate. Would, I, you, I, would you like to see my first fifteen? Is that what you're? <laughs> no, no. I'll, do you I'll need let, me to fucking draw it out? No, for no, you? no, 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 no. We'll, I, have, I, we'll have plenty to talk about you tomorrow. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, yeah, I think Kenny and I will probably do some kind of either. <laughs> can you come up to me at like halftime? We'll, pro- 
Yeah, you know, uh, we just gotta we just gotta keep going with the game plan and just you know stick to running the ball and and uh, you know we're, we're doing, doing, yeah, doing a great job. Yeah, guys out there are uh, really you know playing their asses off, and so uh, we're really gonna go and uh, go in the locker room and uh, have a little chat and uh, you know go to the prayer meeting and uh, you know really kind of get rid of this unconfessed sin. And uh, <laughs> no, here, here's what's gonna happen when you come up to me at halftime. <clears throat> so wait, I are there rest for this game? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So it's an exhibition. Yep, awesome. Here's what's gonna. Don't happen. call it a scrimmage. You're gonna you, no. You're gonna come up. So Pat, what do you think of the the game plan so far? Boy, I tell you what, man. <laughs> These fucking berserkers, man. They got some fucking heart to them, man. I tell you what. Number eighty four over there. He, he caught the ball on the sideline. He told he called me a son of a bitch. I told him to <laughs> shut his fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I think do you okay? Um, uh, one more question for you for tomorrow. Okay. Do you have a like a set number of plays that you're gonna run off the bat, sure. or are you just rolling off the cuff? I, so for this being like my first game with the swarm, uh, you know, I I do want to keep it pretty traditional. I uh, so I do have a script of about fifteen to forty plays that uh, you know, fifteen to forty being as if everything goes well. If it's everything be 40. goes as planned, then if if we'll adjustments stick to need the to be made. Yeah. So 15. I have I so gotcha. I have a script. Uh, I have a script of you know plays that the plays that I want to do for and, those OCs that don't get you a script. Uh, but then I, what I also do on the on the flip side, uh, and and this came from a player of mine who also happens to be a high school football coach. He he mentioned this to me as something that would be beneficial was to have a situational play call sheet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, first and ten, second and long, uh, second and second and five, third and five, right. you know, third and short, you know, and have. Uh, yeah. have runs and passes for both of those situations. I like it to just call it. So, so if we do have to go off script, and you know we're second and long on the on the le- on the far right. left hash, okay, like I know what we need to call here. Because so, how how often do you hear like a like like an NFL announcer saying something like, "Well, they're second and short, so this is their chance to go deep." Like, oh, all the time. And I that's, mean, that's yeah. And, that's and because that's, like it like one of the things I like about scripts is it gets you as an OC thinking about, all right, here's the type of progression I would like to see in yeah. plays. Here's the, like the run pass. Here's what I'd like to see yeah. after this. Like, and, and the, the it biggest gets you thinking that, sorry, it gets you yeah. thinking that off script. Yep. So once you get the script going, you can kind of put plays together in your head that mesh well together that go well together. Yeah. Like, I, that's that's the reason for a script. I yeah. Think. It, well, and it's also to keep your offense on rhythm. Yep. Uh, because, you know, generally the whole starting offense knows what the first 10 to 15 plays are going to mm-hmm. be. So you can you can just say, all right, like, here's what we're running off the bat. This is the first play. You know, you know what the second play is going to be. Go. Go, go. Yeah. Like, get to the line. Get NASCAR. set. Go. NASCAR, NASCAR, NASCAR. Get set and go. So. I like it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, hey. Do we want to finish on a good gerb of the week? Let's hey, do it. Good gerb of the week. Hit I like it. finishing on a good note. Great gerb. Uh, I'm sorry, what? I uh, I see you did a great gerb out there. I did a great what? A great gerb. So my good gerb of the week actually goes to a man that uh, that my guy Kenny uh, absolutely adores, player. right? He is my all-time uh, favorite player. This dude. Um, Not even a Seahawk. All-time favorite player. 
This is the my good drip of the week goes to Larry Fitzgerald. Let's talk about Fitz real quick. Uh, there's oh, a Larry Fitzgerald? You mean the only player that has ever been uh, in all of the top 100s in yes. the NFL? Yes. Since oh, okay. he's been in the league? Yes. Gotcha. So, the player that has more tackles than drops? Yes. Correct. 17-year okay. veteran of the NFL. Okay. So this dude is always... Is is almost been in the league twenty years, kids? Like at two the, decades at the highest level. At the peak highest level, peak performance. Like uh, even in his worst years, it's been a great year. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. He's Larry Legend for exactly. Um, there's a tweet out of him schlepping a bag of gear as the Arizona Cardinals are getting ready for their first uh, one of their one of their practices of the year or one of their first practices of the year. And for me, this is a great, this is a great gerb simply because it shows, um, when you are very clearly an, an elite player who, who doesn't have to prove shit to anybody who doesn't owe anybody anything, um, for you to not be above doing grunt work have that humility having the humility to just you know what he's he's toting a gear bag um and to me that i mean this guy is a multi-millionaire first ballot gold jacket hall of fame kind of guy yep uh, multiple multiple pro bowls multiple all pros um like pat was saying the first you know i mean the only the player only to player ever, ever be on all uh top 100s ever right like, I don't ever want to hear a semi-pro guy say, that's not my job. I don't ever want to hear a semi-pro player say, I'm too good for that. Nope. You are a pay-to-play guy. Okay, nobody wants to watch you. You have to pay to get into a league to let you play this game. Don't act like you are above anything. If, if Larry Legend mm-hmm. is not above schlepping gear... And carrying stuff out to the field and carrying stuff back from the field. Who are you? Yep. Who are you? Bingo. Okay? You're nobody. Whoever you think you are. So you are not. You're not. Okay? So guess what? Clean up your sideline. Thank you. Carry the gear. Thank you. Bring something. I mean, like, be responsible for something. Thank you. Okay? If you don't want if you don't want to hear it from us. Look at Larry. Look at Larry. We're gonna post the, We're gonna post this on the PNFL uh, podcast page, and just as a reminder, like, like uh, one of the things that in the last the, the last season of the Sentinels that was going around is, um, I ain't shit, yeah. and more and more players in the PNFL need to remember that I ain't shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good job. Good job of the week goes to Larry Fitzgerald for reminding us that you're never too good to do anything. Yep. Well deserved. Well, hey, this has been fun. This has been very fun. Well, it's about to be more fun tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, reporting live from Medford, Oregon. <laughs> the PNFL. That's so good. It's yeah. so hard. All right, this has been the PNFL pod. We are out. <laughs>